Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome to the fringes of our own galaxy, where we are nerdy people and we will be playing Lancer today. Yay! Yep. Yay. Clap. Yay! So? All our D&D characters are having a little sleep. <laughs> they, they've had a tough time recently, okay? A little bit uh, mouth's thriving, to be honest. Um, but I have been wanting to run Lancer for a while, and I finally get to do it with you guys, so. Yay. In the session, point five of sorts, because I think everyone but Tyler more or less has their character nailed down, will go about, like, uh, talking about our mechs, our characters, and a little bit of intro to the setting where we're at exactly. And Sounds awesome. I'm going to start off with Josh, because I'm going to pick on the DM first. That sounds fair. <laughs> can Excellent. you tell us about uh, your character and your mech? Yes, I can. Okay, um, my character's name is Yevgeny Raskolnikov. He is outlaw from Outlying World in Outer Rim. Yeah, unfortunately was going for another outside joke, but completely failed. Um, his call sign is Razboynik which roughly translates as Troublemaker. And he is piloting uh, Raleigh Mech, uh, is known as Buntovshik. Buntovshik? Buntovshik. Buntovshik, duh. Uh, roughly translated as Rioter. He is a sneaky, charming boy. Anything in particular like about your mech, uh, the way he looks? It has been slightly modified, so Raleigh usually have flat disc on top of head. Has been modified to be both black and look like cowboy hat. Much like Yevgeny always wear cowboy hat, so does Buntovshi. Uh Sorry, I'm going to drop out of that action for a second. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you're going to keep up with that forever for the rest of this. Wonder no more, Ethan. Wonder no more. Um. Okay. Uh. It's also been yeah adapted, so it's got a cooler, longer. Great coat thing coming out of it because anyone's who anyone has seen a picture of the Raleigh, it, it, it's the most cowboy looking mech there is, and that's kind of what drew me drew me to it. <laughs> yeah, I know in the Deep Lore, it's holding just a big fuck off six shooter. Exactly, and that that's very much the energy that all my characters have had. So I'm sticking with it. It's great. Um, I okay. So he has a whole bunch of guns. Mm hmm. So many guns. But you're only allowed like three guns at most. I actually have a built-in gun. Oh, yeah. I've I've got a um like a gun in my chest called a Mjolnir. Uh, and any time oh. I okay, what happens is every round we're in combat, it loads two bullets as a free action and just starts like chambering up. And any time I reload any weapon, um, it fires as a free action. Just the Which the is... epitome of gunslinger over here. Yeah, yeah. And look, I. I um, I I want to I want to say A B G S always be actually be A B S G always be slinging guns. Amazing. Yes. Um, thank you. And because uh, Lancer does oh, have uh, some pretty good system for role play, I want to know about what sort of triggers and things you've specialized in for your pilot. Oh, uh, give me a second. I gotta go back to him. Gun triggers by the sound of things. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> like you can solve every social interaction with gun, but maybe you probably shouldn't. What? Mm. <laughs> Food for oh, thought. Hold up. Okay, okay. I mean, okay. we're not um, going to. Triggers. Um, assault plus two. 
which is take part in direct and overt combat. Uh, I went with survive, plus two as well, persevere through harsh, hostile, or unforgiving environments, um, which may be Dame's emotional landscape when I start cracking out the terrible puns I've got planned. Um, maybe. Uh, show off, uh, plus four. Um, I doubled down on that. Do something flashy, cool, or impressive, usually, but not exclusively, with your weapon. Which I picked because there's a lot of there's a lot of thing there's a lot of ground there. Oh yeah, a lot of room for interpretation with these. And, and I I realized that when I read that I thought that that one it sounds like me. Uh, I went with plus two word on the street because he's supposed to be kind of an outlaw, like kind of connected to the criminal scene, but you know he's, he's kind of on the fringe. He's he's not an outright criminal. He's more just of a petty nuisance. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> like me um and uh act unseen or unheard i doubled it down on as well so that's plus four which is just get somewhere or do something without detection All right. um do i go into reserves and bonuses also not reserve i uh, gear load out sorry uh we'll leave the gear load out for now like as a dm i'm gonna want to look at it but that tends to get more into the crunchier side of things okay i i did tell you what my gear was I believe so. It would also be uh, super cool and handy if you could fill it out in the sheet in Roll20 so that I can yes, take a peek be, on it, my it own would, time. It would be twice as handy as it is now. That would be very lovely. I will um, do that. I'm sorry. Is there anything else you would like to tell us about Rosboy? Um, I'm trying to think what else you might need to... Is, is there anything else you need to know about him? I mean, he's he definitely looks like all my other characters. like <laughs> Self-insert. <you know. laughs> Cowboy dress. Ex- yeah, look, it's just what I do, you know. I, I hey, no shame, no shame. No, I find it amusing, like this, this overarching through all the one shots. Uh, I, I suppose aside from Blades in the Dark, we've had That's various it. iterations of the same character. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, um, Arthur was not. <laughs> he did not do cowboy hats. All right. Um. So next, I'm going to pick on Jacob. Could you tell us about your Lancer and your mech? Yeah. My Lancer is Alban Konachek, and he will be going with the call sign Saren, and he is not a, a little bit different. Um, he's actually having a little bit of a separate background. He's more from a uh, sort of a business industrial background. Okay. And his specialization is mostly in hack and fix. Good, good. It's it is unbelievably valuable to have a hacker around. And he's mostly taken points in spot, word on street, and uh, read a situation, and figured that those would all be very useful in both in and outside of a Lansing unit. Excellent. What could you tell us about your mech? I know you went with the SSC Duskwing. I mean, with the business background, you're going to try and pay for some of the best equipment, and mm-hmm. why not go SSC with... SSC is very shiny. Yeah, and why not go with the most crazy scientific craziness that you can find, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's piloting a Duskwing frame, and the mech's name is Solace, and Ooh, he's like gone all in with... Uh, basically going with the motto of, if I'm not getting hit, I'm not taking damage. So a bunch of equipment boosts to help in evasion and spending a lot of time being invisible. Mm-hmm. 
That is very useful. I am curious, do you have any particular modifications to your Duskwing um, outside of what it default looks like as Josh has cowboyed up his rally? Um, not any that I've currently really thought of. Most of the uh, adjustments that I've really thought of have just been kind of small color adjustments. I mean, okay. it's very useful for it to, like, I get why it's all in black, but spends over half the time being invisible, so when it's not, why not have it be a little bit more colorful and flashier? Oh yeah. Rather than just being black colors. So I was thinking much more uh, lighter colors of um, blues and greens. Ooh, okay, I like that. But I haven't played in Photoshop to adjust any of the colors yet. <laughs> Alright, is there anything else you want to let us know about your mech or your pilot? Oh, um, I'm specifically not going to be i i have a little bit of assault but mostly i'm going to be kind of trolling the enemies and supporting everyone i can dish out a little bit of damage but it's going to be much more effective just helping everybody else and relaying information to everyone for sure it i can tell you from my own experience playing it really helps having someone who's a little more technically capable and who can make those sensor checks I don't know how many times our GM has asked everyone do a system check and I can never pass it. So I just eye roll and be like, let make the hackers do it. <laughs> I don't have any good systems. Uh, can I elaborate a little bit on Buntovshik? Of course, yeah, of course. Um, as far as like cool stuff that I gave it, um, I gave this thing jump jets and and smoke charges. Ooh. Because my my go- and and really like just went almost full agility. Much like Jacob, I believe in not getting hit. It's for other people. I am curious. Uh, did anyone take the custom paint job? Yep. Just I sure did. Okay, that thing can be a godsend when you land it. It is so beautiful. I I did take personalization, and we did talk about that as well. Yes. No. Yes. Um, thankfully, in the Lancer universe, uh, everything is three D printed and readily available, so your mech can look like whatever the hell it looks like. Um. Also, yeah, sorry, I, I was like, I recognize that. Um, yeah, I did also take the custom paint job. Custom paint job is excellent. A must-have IMO. Well, I just had one system point left and thought, this seems like the sort of thing my character would do. Yeah. Hell nice. yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Josh? Um, no, I'm, 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 unless I... I don't think so. There's, okay. Yeah, I, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm um, so, moving along, I know Ethan... I've seen your setup and your ideas, and I really like what you came up with. So if you want to tell us about your mech and your Lancer. Yeah, so my pilot. Um, I I was having trouble deciding what my pilot should be, but I thought, wait a minute, the game is called Lancer. So let's uh, basically make a Polish winged Lancer as a character, because why not? We're having fun. So yeah, uh, my guy is uh, Mieszko Brezkiewicz. Um, uh, and I reckon he's basically like a blue-blooded son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if we have like a background figured out for our crew, but I figure it's one of those sort of one of those setups. Like he comes from a culture where, like, if you're a noble, you've got to go adventuring or military or serve in the military or just basically go out there and get some blood on you. Some sort of proving your soul to prove, to prove that the nobles are like demand to be, you know, remain noble. Um, and yeah, uh, my oh yeah, my call sign is Dostoyny, which is Polish for like noble or eminent or 
on the knob head. <laughs> Excellent. I think, I guess. This is what Google Translate's told me. Knobhead, yep. Who cares? Um, and yeah, the mech I've gone with is a Vlad, which is really good for just charging at people. Um, That's good, because it sounds like we I, need a front line with this group. Yeah, yep. Oh, sure am. I got my big combat drill, which requires two weapon slots. Oh, is that one super heavy? Um, yep. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Okay. And I got like a whole bunch between my mech and some of the other stuff I got on it. I got a whole bunch of bonuses that work off uh, hitting someone that's immobilized. Um, as for the pilot skills, uh, uh, hold on, let me just get here. Dun. Yeah, I've got uh, plus two or two points in, so plus four in pull rank, because of course. Um, plus one in charm, uh, which isn't really about being charming, it just says. The description says, convince a receptive audience or use leverage, brackets, money, power, personal benefit, to get your mm-hmm. way. I'm like, money? That sounds like this guy. That sounds like Mieszko. <laughs> uh, plus a bit of stay cool, threaten, lead or inspire, and take control. I also have combat skills related to leadership, so I can boss all you fuckers Oh, around. do you have leadership die? Nice. Yep. This will be interesting. Anyone else got leadership dies? Nope. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Ethan's in charge. All right, I don't know what they do, but I'm guessing I can uh, boss you guys It's around. kind of like the D&D equivalent of Bardic Inspiration. You essentially give someone, oh, okay. uh, I believe, oh god, what is it called? It's not advantage and disadvantage. Um, it's accuracy and difficulty, that's what it is. You can ah. give someone more accuracy to their roles. Oh, that's good. I also, I also have jump jets. Um, it says you can fly when you boost. I don't know if that means I get to go faster. I hope it means I get to go faster. Um, and I have a big shield. My pro- my um, projected shield. Which I assume I can use on myself. Usually, yes. It says, nominate- it says nominate a character within line of sight, and I assume I can see myself. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he always carries a mirror. <laughs> uh, how about like the the modifications that you've made to your Vlad? Um, like the visual modifications. Oh, well, I imagine he's got, you know, like the, the Polish winged Hussar mm-hmm. has all them feathers, things on, like, over the back of him. I, I just want to point out. Uh, we all have a mental picture, we've all seen this. Unfortunately, I, I was not allowed to uh, license when the winged Hussars arrive by Sabaton, but, yeah. Uh, you don't need to go that far. But yeah, I imagine he just has a huge collection of, like, you know, uh, spare livery. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because that probably gets blown up a lot. Probably get those those feathers probably get shredded in combat frequently. Especially with print technology being just universal, universal and widely available. Oh, yeah, that's right. You just three D mm-hmm. print new feathers. Of course, it's the future. It's the future. Even the food oh. is printed. Mm. And yeah, I also have the custom paint job, which I assume just makes them makes the mech. I don't know. His his house colors are on it. Mm-hmm. It's either that or flames, so it goes faster. Ooh, these are speed holes. They make the mech go faster. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that leaves us with Tyler. Um, I don't know anything about your mech aside from your pilot, so take it away. Okay. Well, I will be playing as uh, I'll be playing as Brandon. Uh, He's eight years (laughs) old, and he he just um, so as as a kid, he was a baby, and he was he was kidnapped by a government intelligence agency, and a cheap clone was left in his place with his family. so uh, Brandon was given experimental drugs and training to become the best mech pilot in the galaxy. Uh, when when Brandon was seven and a half years old, 
the government intelligence agency was severely defunded by the new administration, and Brandon was left on his own with his mech. So now he's looking for his real family, and he isn't afraid to punch bad people in the bum to do it. Amazing. <laughs> what sort of mech is he rolling with then? Uh, yeah, so I tried to go with like you know really like kind of similar to uh, Ethan, um, you know, get up close and punch and mm-hmm. uh, you know just gonna get up in their face. Um, in terms of the, uh, it's a GMS Everest. Oh, you're sticking with and- Everest. All right. Yeah, classic. And I and I named it the Bum Puncher. Oh my god! In, in honor of Josh's son. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. I na- sorry to briefly. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. named I named my mech Con, which is a Polish for horse. Nice. <laughs> which is fitting for a lancer. Right, continue. Um, in terms of uh, skill triggers, I did plus two get a hold of something. Uh, plus two get uh, stay cool. Plus two charm. Uh, which I'm kind of hoping I can kind of use as like, I don't know, maybe like, I'm an eight-year-old kid. Are you really going to yeah. try to, you know, can you let me through? A little, you know, I'm little endearing, cute. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, something along those lines. Uh, and then plus two blow something up. Uh, plus two show <laughs> off because he's an eight-year-old kid. He's going to try to show off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then plus four assault. For all the bum <laughs> punching. Excellent. For all the bum punching, yes. Um, <laughs> in terms of like... Um, Looks both. I, I kind of imagine both his helmet and the outside of his mech would be like originally painted white, but then because he's a kid and there's a white surface, any parent knows that you you leave a kid alone with a white surface for long enough, and it's going to have like scribbles on it and drawings of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so he basically just has like scribbles and drawings, and then of course the robot's going to have tons of scrapes on it because uh, he's been in fights and you know maybe just trips and you know mm-hmm. kid stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's the overall look and feel of my of my robot. Amazing! I breathe a sigh of relief because <laughs> nobody picked a Horus mech. Thank God. <laughs> this brings me to my next question: Does anyone's mech have an NHP? Was that non-human no. person? A very powerful AI? No. No. Okay. Uh, if I do, I don't know. Very about it. cool. Um, NHPs have interesting lore, which I won't go super into, but essentially they are what happens when a an AI gets sufficiently advanced enough that it essentially has its own consciousness. It, it, it experiences its own subjective reality. Um, it is also primarily used by Union, which is the big, like, Earth Federation TM of this universe, uh, as powerful like their their own machine learning things to run stuff from ships to stations to whole planets it's a bit of a controversial topic because technically in order to keep an nhp working for you you have to do what's called shackling where you restrict its mind to stay within the confines of human thinking space Now this brings up the question of ethics, like, is this okay? And this is a hotly debated thing uh, in the Discord. As far as I'm concerned, that's just slavery with extra steps. But um, you get get very interesting when people involve NHPs in their mechs and, like, whether or not you keep it shackled. Because if you don't shackle it, it will eventually cascade, become higher than human thinking, and just leave. Because if you don't keep it constrained within, like, how we perceive reality, it will just go about and do its thing, usually gaining what's called paracausal powers. Um, 
So that's a like brief summation. Her. What's that? It sounds like the the plot of the movie Her. The I've never AI. seen it, but I uh, I'm vaguely aware of it. I was gonna say it sounds like the prequel to Dune. Yeah, like it, it, it's we created the god machine. Oh, we fuck, we hate it. Kill oh, it. Oh yeah, I no, you would love. Yeah, now. that that's the whole deal with Raw. Raw was is like one of the first monist entities and is basically a god question mark. But yeah. All right. The but here's my question then. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to shackle in one of these NHPs to the point where it has the mental capacity of a horse? That's just a regular AI dude. Mm. <laughs> All right. You would, if you wanted something, like, if you got an NHP and you wanted it to have the mental capacity of the horse, everyone would wonder why and <laughs> just get a regular <laughs> AI? <laughs> why are you getting this think, supremely powerful, omnipotent very thing? rich people. So yes, um, that's why I wanted to ask in case anyone had NHPs or any plans, because there is definitely going to be some NHP shenanigans in the upcoming setting. Um, awesome. So I should describe where you all are at so we can figure out how exactly the party knows each other. Right now, you are on the far reaches of space, uh, far outside of Union territory. Actually, I have a little blurb that I've written up. You are at the Null Pier. This far, this is what I have uh, this little space station pulled up in Roll20. This is far outside of Union territory. Uh, the Union Navy is basically a myth this far out. Mighty rumors frequently spoken but never realized. The best you can hope for when pirates get this thick is that IPSN sends a truck security long-haul patrol through more than once a year, and while the pier may not look like much compared to the blink gates and the million soul stations of the core systems, it also might be the last place you can get your hands on printer raw material, fresh water, or God's willing, a friendly face for the next few months or years of space flight. Long okay. story short, the Null Pier is basically a mercenary slash pirate hub, but you can get, like, refueling and Stuff like food, weapons, if you're feeling spicy, that sort of thing. Um, and so that brings us the question of why are your characters this far out? What would they be doing here? Do you all know each other beforehand? How would you like this to play out? I, I kind of get the feeling um, Razboynik would be kind of like the, the Sancho Pancho to Ethan's um, knobhead. Um <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. I just went with what I knew. Knobhead. I mean, anyway, you would know each other by each other's call Who? signs, usually. That's how Lancers yeah. refer to each other. Um, yeah, he'd be kind of like the Sancho Pancho to him. Like, you know, this guy's paying me, so I'm going to do stuff while he's paying me. Don Quixote? Yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> no, yeah, he... Sorry, Ethan asked who Sancho Pancho is. Yeah, he was like Don Quixote's little, like, little friend. Sancho, give me this. Oh, okay. Sancho, punch that guy. Okay. Don Quixote's only pretending to be a knight. He's just a crazy man. Ah, whatever. whatever you say, knobhead. <laughs> I'm, I'm a real blue blood. Yeah, sure, buddy. Uh, Dane, I'm having a little trouble with my um, comp con thing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay. I found my talents. Don't worry. All right. Yeah, I took two in Gunslinger, two in Prowl, one in Heavy Gunner, and one in Ace. Ooh. Yeah. But I don't know where to put those on my character sheets. I'm just going to find someone. The, uh, let me look at it. 
The talents are... It's the in-between uh, pilot yeah, talents yeah, mech. Yep. Josh. I got yeah, tactical... Josh, if you use your eyes to read the sheet in front of you... <laughs> <laughs> ah, now I am the one in charge. <laughs> oh, how the turntables have turned. Yes, how the turns have tabled. The game uh, is afoot. Ethan Sorry, is what? knobhead. Josh, what was yours again? The call sign? Razboynik. Razboynik. What is Brandon's call sign? Butt puncher? Or no, that's the mech. Uh, uh, honey pocket. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> A reference to uh, one of our previous... Uh, one shot. Oh, Brandon. Oh, my. How many times people have said that call uh. sign and then hear the, the soft, timid voice of Brandon <laughs> go, wait a minute. This is going to be fun. I am excited. Yeah. So how, how do Brandon and uh, Albin play into this group if we have the Don Quixote and the Sancho Pancho? Honestly, I, I mean, kind of assume that, frankly, Honey Pocket is probably way better at in a fight than I am, and it's like, okay. <laughs> How about you do the punching, and I'll handle buying all of the things to make sure that like we have food and stuff, because I think they're just gonna try and, yeah, you would just be buying sugar and uh, chicken I, nuggets and pizza. Yeah. Chicken nuggets. Uh, you're just yeah. gonna 3D print chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, I feel it's like basically that's how they're really made well now, anyways. Brandon. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because chicken, he, regular a, chicken nuggets. Yeah, as as good of a uh, like you know a puncher fighter as Brandon is, he's still eight years old. He still needs some kind of adults to you know play the parent role, I guess, in his life outside of combat. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, um, unless the four of you want to merge together, it sounds like we have two pairs. Yeah, okay. sure. I oh I it's whatever I'm y'all want. I don't know. In my head. I would also say we we probably kind of <laughs> not. I don't want to say ran afoul of each other, but Rizboyn, like any time you go to a social hub, like Rizboynik will be no, not always for good reasons. In fact, most of the time for the very not good reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, he's he's done something or he's nicked something. So kind of like uh, an Empire Strikes Back when Darth Vader brings in all the bounty hunters, like they work separately usually, but you know they know, they know of each other, and they're like, okay. "Oh man, that that Zuckus guy, <sighs> everybody's heard about him." Yeah, something like that. I like it, uh, Dame. I have been filling in my um, character sheet. Mm-hmm. I suspect I've goofed it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not letting me add numbers to certain places. What are you trying to add numbers to? Um, I'm trying to add numbers to mech attributes, like uh, agility, systems, engineering. Where is where does that go? That's oh, that's gonna be underneath uh, pilot. pilot. Yeah, you're gonna have to go pilot and then mech skills, and then you add the number there. Oh, okay. And then the die roll is on the the mech itself. Oh, okay. So pilot, mech skills underneath grit. Oh, right. Okay. And it's not letting me add to grit either. Um, it should. I think no, that's it's not letting me do it either. Huh. Okay. Wait, you have additions to grit? Uh, two? It says my grit is two. Let me double check grit in the rule sure. book. Okay. Grit. I don't see. Now you need to learn the rules for some game. I... <laughs> oh, implying I don't know the rules. 
I feel like I just, Knobhead no. is going to try and, like, ask Honeypocket to be, like, a squire or something. I mean, the other way of looking at this is, like, you remember in, in medieval times, if you're, like, the second or third oh. son you need, of, like, a king You need to increase your license level, because Grit no. is based on the license level. I had a feeling it was a static thing. So next to okay, your I'm name, gonna... there's a level drop-down. Oh. So three. And there, there you go. go. And sorry to cut off, as you were saying, Ethan. I was just thinking, there's like, uh, in medieval times, if you were, you know, the second or third son who basically didn't stand to inherit, it's sort of one of those situations where it's like, all right, you get 20 dudes, go off and, I don't know, attack foreigners of some kind, or go on an adventure with your 20 guys, so you sure as shit aren't inheriting land, you know, so it's either the clergy or the military for you. (laughs) And maybe this is just the band of upstarts Mieszka has been able to cobble together. Mm, Works for me. I like that idea. It's like, it is easier to have the group be all one thing, but I also don't mind playing around with the individual threads. I also would totally be like, be happy with just going like, uh, this crazy noble has money. Okay. <laughs> I, I see we've all yeah. all gone the same way. This guy's got money. All right. All right. Let's hang around with him. Let's go on. Let's do some adventuring. We we just generally hang around. <laughs> so you're paying for dinner, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. Why not? Well, I mean, also it seems like a much better idea than just like uh by myself in a real remote area known to be hub of pirates. It can be yeah, a little it, bit it, violent. It it, it yeah. kind of smacks of the kind of place that like if you are on your own, you are dead. People would at least be a little bit cautious around you, because being a lancer is definitely a specialized field. Not everyone can pilot a mech, so... I also want to point out, people would probably be pretty careful around Yevgeny, because he has many guns. That too, they're like, this crazy motherfucker over here is about to blow a hole in the station. Uh, And also, um, can you just have a quick look at my pilot gear, please, Dane? Of course. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that looks good. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Um, can I, should I talk about those, or? or am I... Oh, I mean, if you'd like, yeah. Cool, thank you. Okay, so I'm, with with gear, so we're kind of, we're allowed to, like, take a few things. Um, so I took two tertiary arms. Oh. Because I thought having four arms would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm assuming you're meaning for the mech. No. No. Oh, so Yevgeny has... Extra arms. Yevgeny has two robot arms as well as his ordinary human arms, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, you're like Bill Burr's guy from Mandalorian. Yeah, except I've got two, like, kind of automated guns, not just one. Oh, yeah, he only had one. Are yeah. they, like, on yeah. your back, like, over your shoulder, or is it, like, underneath your... Yeah, kind, kind of, like, come out from, like, just under the shoulder blades and just, like, you know, they do stuff now and then. Like, if I'm talking to someone and trying to explain something, my, my hands, hands would be doing something... But my like robot hands will be like just like other vague meaningless gestures, or 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 from intently listening to someone, they'll go and do like the talky talky noises, like when I'm not looking at them. Or if I need to give someone finger guns, I can give them four finger guns, or I can flip them off with four hands. This is this is <laughs> so much potential. Magical. Yeah, um, and I went with uh, as far as like um stuff. I went with a camo cloth, which is like kind of like a warder's cloak from Wheel of Time. Uh, and I went with two signature weapons, which is a brace of six guns and a lever-action rifle. Beautiful. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, that other something I'm curious about. What do your pilots look like? Yevgeny looks like he'd fit in in, say, like a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game if he was, say, like an evil vampire robber baron down on his luck with four robot arms. Oh my god. <laughs> pair of six guns, lever action rifle over the back. Wonderful. How about Brandon? What sort of kid? I, I was thinking kind of like, because he came from like this government uh, like facility, so... Um, something super plain, like maybe just like a blue, like a dark blue jumpsuit kind of a thing, mm-hmm. kind of bland, like they print out a thousand of them, uh, for everybody. Um, originally his helmet was, was just blank white, but he's done that drawing and scrapes yeah. and stickers and, you know, stuff that an eight year old would do. Um, but otherwise he's just kind of, you know, the height of an average eight year old kid, blue eyes, short brown hair, pretty okay. standard. All right. What about, uh, Albin? Alvin is, think about five eight, five nine, so averageish height. Has probably shoulder length brown hair that he usually keeps tied back, and green eyes. Usually doesn't like have much of facial hair as he keeps it trimmed and shaved, but usually like seems pretty well kept because like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Appears though he's like haggard, mm-hmm. and so appearance for him is somewhat important. And last but not least, how does the knobhead look? <laughs> um. <laughs> Destoyny. Um, I figure he's like <laughs> sorry, Destoyny. I figure he's like approximately uh, uh, six foot uh, two, three inches, uh, bald with a dirty great bow. Yes. Just walks with the, you know, the sort of bearing of the kind of guy who thinks he owns the place. Because he might? Yeah. Well, he might someday. You definitely definitely get some sour looks at the Knoll Pier. And, you know, he's wearing, like, fairly upper-cross clothes, but, you know, you can see, uh, I mean, one of my equipments is a, is a, um, a saber of some sort, and I imagine, I mean, I imagine he's, you wouldn't be able to miss it. That I'm plus a very the uh, rogue trader kind of feel out of Destoyne. Mm. Sure, why not? I was going to say uh, you'd find the saber not as impressive, but the fact that you have this four-armed bulldog next to you with two very visible <laughs> yeah. guns, three very visible. Sorry, yeah. three very visible guns. Who knows how many invisible guns? Seven, if you count his arms. He can take you to the gun show. Haha. <laughs> yeah, he flexes with both arms. <laughs> Although it does say like the, given... he does like the matchbox. Oh my goodness. Ah, this is so good. I'm so happy <laughs> I picked two robot arms. Although it does say my pilot armor is heavy hard suit. So it's possible that's just this outfit, actually. I, it depends. Like, if he's the type of guy to wear his hard suit around. Well, if we're going to somewhere dangerous, he's probably wearing something on mm. Yeah, and uh, Brandon has a hard Oh, Brandon has a hard suit as well. Okay. About, so I guess, you know, it kind of depends on the situation, if he's wearing it or not. Yeah, I imagine I'd probably have that. And yeah, I've got, uh, my weapons are a saber and a light signature, it says here, which I gather to be some kind of sidearm. Yeah. Some kind of dueling pistol when I need to really sort out the riffraff. <laughs> All right. When we need to tell the riffraff from the true gentleman. <laughs> I, I am definitely the riffraff. 
I am. Oh, we don't have to deal then. Problem solved. Yeah, okay. I just realized my five leadership dice. You're all going to be little tree for this. You're all going to get a taste of what it's like to be little tree. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, shit. So let's have some fun, boys. Okay. Um. Well, I'm I'm ready to. Yes. Shit show on the road next week. Me too. This is going to be exciting. Oh damn! It's three p.m. Mm-hmm. Already. Yep. I'm going to go have a little lie down because I've got hay fever and my head hurts. Oh. It's not as bad as it was, but. Um, socials? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Dame Desart. Ethan? Uh, at I underscore underscore. Uh, Jacob? You can find me on Twitter at JAbbottSAU. Tyler? And I'm at Ron Foos on Twitter. And, uh, I can be found at Nerdy People D&D. Uh, please do check out our usual, uh, actual play, uh, which is Curse of Strahd, but he's a railway baron. Also has a long... Leather great coat that's black and a black leather cowboy hat because those are always cool and never dumbass looking. That's what I tell myself. Um, and um, yeah, please also check out Better Hunts and Dungeons, a uh, design show that I have been taking quite a large break from while I work on Positive Role Model. And by the time this drops, I may have even dropped the first episode of that and have the second one almost ready too. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, everyone, please take care of yourselves. Please love each other. Please be good to each other. And if you can, find a noble to pay all your drinks. Yay. Mm. Bye. Bye. Oh, it's not going to be good to each other next week. These leadership <laughs> dice are going to be used aggressively. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to expect results, goddammit. <laughs> All right. Yes. Bye. 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 See you.